When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, Kathy here. I'm not on today's episode of The Cinema because I didn't want to go see John Wick. Um, but before we get to it, I wanted to do a quick shout out to some of our lovely Patreon subscribers. So thank you so much for subscribing at www.patreon.com forward slash the cinemile and becoming a member of our Cinemile High Club where we review, you know, TV shows and retro movies. Uh, so thanks to Jake Bayless, Monica, Tom Wardley, Dara O'Connella, I think, Jonathan DC, Paul Wallace, Richard Darby and Lee. Um, and if you're interested in revenge movies... Off the back of John Wick, we decided to run a poll on what the best revenge movies were, according to our Patreon subscribers, and what one uh, we should review next. And a clear winner was The Princess Bride, so head over to our Patreon where we have just done a retro review of that. Okay, bye. Right, hi, it's Dave here, uh, and you're listening to The Cinemile, where I walk home from the cinema with my wife, Kathy. She's not here today, however. I'm here with my friend Kobe. Hello. Hello again, guys. And we're also not walking. We're in the back of an Uber because we're super late. We're super late and uh, we're going to the light cinema. They've sent a car for us because they want us to see... <laughs> they want us to see John Wick Chapter 3 para- Parallelogram. That's not at all. <laughs> parallelogram. <laughs> yeah, what is this parabellum thing? Well, Do we I'm know sure, what that is going I'm sure this? we're going to find out. There's two and a half hours worth of it. Yeah, why is this film so long? It doesn't need... Uh, that, I'm sure that's going to be my main complaint. If there's any complaint, it'll be... The first, the first too much John Wick. Is that even? A, is there such a thing as too much John Wick though? Because I wow. love John Wick. I love John Wick, but the first se- the first film was like one hour thirty, and that was tight. The second film was a bit baggier, and yes. I, was, I still loved it. But I was like, yeah, could have reined it in a bit, a little. And when you said yesterday um, that's two hours thirty, I was like, does it need to be that long? I I can't think of another action movie that's that long. Maybe the Raid. Was the Raid 2 was a bit baggy super than the long, first. But yeah, to- totally baggy. Yeah. So we are facing into a real baggy situation we here, possibly. <laughs> baggy wicks. Could be. Yeah. I'm really concerned. Um, but look, but that aside, um, are you excited? Because I'm super excited. Yes. When when you see that scene of John Wick running away from from Lovejoy, Ian McShane at the end of the last season, <laughs> at the end of the last film, was like. So Such a good cliffhanger. It hooked me in so much. It's like, what the fuck's he going to do? So I'm, I'm super excited to find out what he's going to do, and I'm excited that we're going to find out within the next three hours. What so, yourself? Quick synopsis for anyone um, who doesn't know about this movie uh, or where we're at. John Wick's on the run, fourteen million dollars on his head. Yeah. All of the assassins out to get him, and it's got nowhere to hide because he can't use the, he can't go to the hotels. No. Um, 
yeah, this brilliant so, so yeah I am excited I'm so excited we're all over the place here <laughs> but yeah um, that's what, partly why I'm so excited because I love the John Wick movies I love the action scenes mm. um, and I love the, just the, the world they created it's, this it's League fantastic. of Assassins the hotel with Lance Reddick the as coins. the receptionist uh, oh, do we get, the we, coins yeah yeah does that mean we won't see Lance Reddick if he's not allowed to get he must we've got to see we've got to see Daniels oh, he's, uh, he is on the credit he's okay, credited good. we will get some Daniels good. Uh, incidentally me and Kobe are obsessed with The Wire and have a podcast about that if you don't know already it's The Wire Strip yes um, and we'll plug that later on again <laughs> um, but yeah so the uh, classic classic uh, Wire Wire character showing it's always there. a pleasure seeing Wire characters in other TV shows and films so this is a killer cast though look at this so, so Larry Lawrence Fishburne. We're on time to be here. Harry um, Halliberry, Ian McShane, Lovejoy, as we can say. Do you know who Mark Dacascos is? No, we've run out of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've run out of uh, no. people I recognise. So oh, Jerome Flynn. Oh, yes. Bronze in this. Uh, that's Bron, yeah, from Game of Thrones. Uh, one half of Robson and Jerome. Angelica oh, yeah. Houston's in this. I mean, this is crazy. So I'm going to. Jason Manzukas from. Um, it's Jason Manzukas. Get made. What? Yeah. Who is an absolute and one Jason of the Mandic. best film podcasts out there? Absolutely amazing. But yeah, but I want to I want to highlight Mark Dacascos here because I in a in formal life I was a, I was a martial artist. I did this uh, Brazilian martial art called capoeira. No. Yeah. Oh, I know that. I'm familiar with that. Uh, so capoeira. So there's the one Hollywood film about capoeira starred Mark, Mark Dacascos. He was the okay. main he was the main guy in it, and it's awful, but it's also great. <laughs> he's really good in it. He's like he's, he's a proper martial artist, but you know when. They just wanted, hey, let's just have a film with this in it. Um, but they don't <laughs> yeah. know how to put this together properly. <laughs> it's one of those films. But Mark Tkoskos is straight up great in it, and I'm super keen to see what kind of role he plays in it. I don't know anything about this storyline. Do you think he's going to be doing some capo, capo whatever? He'll be doing some flips. Some I'm dances, sure he'll be doing some, some flips and stuff. Crazy kick-ass uh, uh, Brazilian I think karate it, dancing. He'll be kick-ass in it, absolutely. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, so I've not, I don't know the storyline. I don't want to know the storyline. until Same. Yeah. Well, like you said, there's going to be a, par- a, para- a, a parallelogram. A parallelogram. <laughs> There'll be a big skewed like rectangle somewhere in the, in the film. <laughs> that's the one. That's the parallelogram. <laughs> that's it. We got him. What is um, it? What's the title? What is this title? It's Parabellum. Is Parabellum. It? We're on. This is just two yeah. guys in the back Par- of an Uber on, on IMDb. <laughs> it is. This is the podcast you're Parabellum. getting, people. Um, right. We're nearly here. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, also, quick note: this is going to be a super tight episode because not only are we late going in, we have very little time on the other side because this movie's so long and we have to get Kobe a train back. So we're going to have to London. fifteen minutes. So you're going to you're going to get speed cinema on the other side. Well, we might be able to, depending on when we get tickets, we might be able to have it if we have any thoughts before going in. No, the, that's it. This that's is it. it. This is we're, the final score. All right, let's go. See you on the other side. Bye. Bye. To reach the unreachable star. Do you expect him to make it out? A $14 million bounty on his head. And everyone in the city wants a piece of it. I say the odds are about even. Dark, five seconds. John Wick, excommunicado, in effect, in three, two, one. And away we go.
Right, here we are. <laughs> we, we are out of John Wick. And uh, we come out into quite a, an eerily quiet area. When I come out of films like that, I immediately become like paranoid. <laughs> oh, really? Like, on edge, ready to, <laughs> ready to fight. <laughs> your, your karate instincts are going to kick in, are they? It's what, when, when I finish watching all the Rocky films, when I finish watching The Karate Kids. So you come out and start punching people? You come, well, you come out and just, you're just ready with a stance. <laughs> And yeah, you're doing Mortal Kombat poses here. They are exactly Scorpion, Raider, Sub Zero. Why? Oh no, no, I just wanted to listen to that Mortal Kombat. Anyway, we're way off topic. Um, yeah. We just saw John Wick three. Yes, it isn't two and a half hours long. That no, we, is we, entirely my mistake. We, we got well, no, Google's mistake. Uh, well, yeah, but then I, I, okay, so guys, I swear I googled John Wick three running time. And it showed me, you know the way Google auto-displays the answer at the yeah, top? Yeah, it's trying it said, to be very smart these yeah, days. two hours and 23 minutes is what it said. I remember distinctly. And then I tried to replicate it to show Kobe and it said <laughs> two hour ten. So either I'm crazy or Google is out to get me. And I think it's the latter, yeah, which well, kind of implies It's about form. time. Well, it's, you know, it's about time for the Matrix to... Or Skynet, whichever one you want to choose. Um, anyway, yeah. John well, it's funny you mentioned the Matrix because there's... You know, John Wick. There's got, a lot of Matrix connections. You've got Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu Reeves. On screen together. You've yeah. got the director of all the John Wick movies was the stunt choreographer from the Matrix. From the Matrix, yeah. Um, and there are some Matrix lines quoted in this, at least one. Guns. Yeah. Lots of guns. <laughs> um, all right. Let's let's get into it. What um, what did you think of that, Kobe? I, I really enjoyed it. I'm so glad it was not two and a half hours long. Yeah. Um, I, the inventiveness of the action in this is su- sublime. It looks fantastic. It's visceral. I, it had me wincing a lot of times. The first death. Um, well, I'm, I'm not sure. Well, we'll it, get into it spoilers. We'll, we'll but, get uh, to it. Yeah, yeah. The, first, the first death was astonishing. It was. <laughs> yeah. We we were we were making noises. <laughs> I mean, do you know what? It's it was a lot of. I don't think I've seen a John Wick movie in the cinema. Have you not? Oh no! no shit. Okay. Um, and you don't get these kind of action movies, um, very often. Yeah. Brutal R-rated action movies. So it's this and the raid really are the, are the, are yeah. the parallels for me. Um and. I thought it was such a fun experience in the cinema with a crowd yeah. because everyone was just like, ooh! So people, and, ah, I mean, I was, I was crossing and crossing my legs. Yeah, yeah. There were other people looking <laughs> away from the screen. It's a tough watch. Yeah. Was that just the But 15? it's fun as well. Like, oh, everyone, yeah, of everyone, course. You get that, you get that sort of um, the release afterwards. So everyone oh, starts yeah. laughing. <laughs> like, we're, like this horribly, like, brutal stuff is happening on screen. Like, li- literally, like, eye-gouging, eye like, violent. Um... And everyone's laughing, and it's 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 a funny sort of re- it, human that, reaction we have. It's it, almost like the gladiatorial arena, it, isn't it? It is. Like, that, is that tension release? It, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's. I mean, <laughs> just laughing at some of. I mean, when we get to spoiler street, some of the deaths <laughs> and the things we see we've seen happen, happened. Uh, we'll we'll talk about them then. There's only perhaps one stretch where I felt of fighting where it was, went on a bit too long, maybe. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, I I, and, I, and that was my main concern, was that it was just going to be like no reason for the for the for the, for the running time. 
But generally, it zipped along for me. Apart from that, I thought it's, uh, it, it went along quite a good pace. See, I think for me it was a little long, um, and I think I'm going to have the same scenes as you're referencing. Yeah. I think it could have been a bit tighter, but look, I, I, overall, I'm with you. It it kind of it was a fun experience. Yep. It, I think it, and, and I think this movie franchise is so good and fun and like kind of just silly but on the right side of silly well it's like you're saying it's the world that it builds the yeah world but the world is around, fucking ridiculous the world that's built but around I- it is in, yeah it's insane you've got you've got tramps I mean this is this yeah. is referring back to John Wick chapter 2 there's got tramps who suddenly are assassins yeah. deadly assassins everyone's an assassin everyone's an assassin everyone knows who John Wick is there are no real yeah exa- exactly he gets into a cab this isn't really a spoiler like he gets into a cab just any cab um and then, you know, they have an oral conversation. He says, take me to the library. And then the guy's like, <laughs> acts as normal. And then he goes, wait, gives him the coin. Of course, Mr. Wick. It's like, wait, no, does everybody in this universe know who John Wick? And is everybody an assassin? That's what I feel like. I feel like on every street corner he goes to everywhere, people have, are slowly turning. That's it. You have the, you have the locked off camera shot. <laughs> yeah. John Wick's walk past. And, and then they look up. They, yeah, they, they look, look up, at their watch. And, yeah, look at their watch, <laughs> and they and they track him as they, as he's walking out of the frame. And then they start running. <laughs> like, to to. The 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 chances of this <laughs> are just and and like you said, yeah, you've got like this league of league of hobo assassins. <laughs> you've got the sushi chef assassins. Like this this movie reminded me of the Warriors. Have you ever seen uh, that? Of course, it's one of my favorite films. Forty year anniversary of the Warriors. So good. I'll, I'm, it, that's coming out in the cinemas. I isn't think. it very like that in it terms is. of these these nonsense games? Like the the baseball furies and the mimes. But this is what <laughs> that's what I love. The, I and love. the rules and you know they meet up in the you know they've got a forum and it's all democracy. Absolutely. It's very like it. I love just a simple premise when you have an action film, and this is where Matrix Two and Three kind of fell apart because it became like too po faced. When there's a simple rule and the raid as well is amazing with this simple rule: get from A to B and don't die and make sure as many other people die then it's just fun you just go with it and it's fun and that's what I, I don't know I'm going off on a weird tangent but I love that I just love that I just love that aspect no you're right that's, that, well, that, that's kind of what this this movie is yeah well that's what all these movies are they are um, very simple sort of premises with a lot of action around it and oh. that, that's when they work best and I think sorry I was going back to Warriors because the Warriors is they need to get to Coney Island because they're being. Oh yeah, that's literally yeah. A to B. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, um, but then the, the you know the first John Wick is A to B. It's a revenge movie. It is. He's, yeah. go, he's going to kill that guy. Yeah. Then the second one adds a few more layers to that. It gets a little bit convoluted as we've discussed. Yeah. And for me, this one was kind of the reverse of that. Yes, there wasn't I think really so. any B as such. We don't really know what John is doing. He's just on the run, but he does have a plan. He's just he's just trying to save his life because it's him or. I don't, know, I don't know how many people died on screen, but it's his life or like many other people's lives. So yeah. it's their lives. So I got to say, I yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a fun time. I think it's. Um, I think the plot was a little, a little lacking in motivation sometimes, sure. almost. And I think the more and more they move away from the first one which was this lovely tight revenge movie which had actually like a nice bit of an emotional punch to it yeah absolutely because we had the dog and the wife and we're so far removed from all that now it's basically just super, super assassin versus it is all the other assassins it almost becomes like a, a like a superhero it's another it's another 
Avengers Marvel franchise in a way. He's probably stronger than Hawkeye, isn't he? In a way. Oh, he'd definitely take Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, he'd take out half the Avengers, no problem. And, and now, apparently, in this one, he can apparently just, like, disappear. Like oh, yeah, a he's ninja. Got, yeah, he's got, in, he's got Batman crowds. powers. He's got <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I... I think I'm okay, I'm kind of okay with that though. I'm okay with moving because these movies are just because they're moving away from his character can't sustain that emotional journey. Like in this in this sort of the the closest we get to any sort of motivation for John Wick is that he doesn't want to die because he wants to remember his wife. Yeah. And I'm like that's kind of weak, but I you know, I don't fucking care and I'm not going to even think about it because no, yeah, there's awesome it. action scenes happening. Well, this is, this and I'm is having the thing. fun. When I've come out of some films recently, um, so, well, Endgame, for example, I've come out and I've been nitpicking. Game of Thrones recently have been a bit nitpicky. And this one, there were a few nits to pick, but I just thought, you know, you can't just, you'd have to just move away from them. The main nit, yeah. the main nit is people's, people's accents and the languages <laughs> they speak. Yeah, I just, that takes me out of the films, out of the films sometimes. But apart from that, it's, I can't be bothered to... Well, especially to because they cast... They have a whole... You know, a great cast of, ca- of actors, which we... Uh, which, oh, sure. oh, stand here. Yeah, sure. Um, which we, you know, we ran through at the beginning, um, who none of which are speaking in their actual no. accents. Apart from, so they're apart all fucking... Apart from Lovejoy. Oh, yeah, true. Who does... He only ever speaks like that. <laughs> so you've got all these actors just swinging for the fences with these mad accents. <laughs> yeah, Jerome Flynn was the best. His, I his, mean, what was that? Was I don't that know what that was. French? <laughs> I don't know. Belgian? I thought possibly Persian. I mean, I God, fair play to him. I mean, fair play to all of them. Like... Um, but yeah, it's madness. All right. Anyway, let's. Um, I think we both had a lot of fun. Yeah. It's not it's like it's not perfect. It's, uh, but like, no, there's no other movies doing this and accomplishing it with such sort of confident, po-faced panache. And it's like this movie's it's absolute kind of nonsense. The it whole is, thing. It's, it's but abs- it's like, but it's doing it with so such a straight face that it's somehow even more enjoyable because of that well when you know? Sarah said would she like to, she hasn't seen them one or two she was like would I like it and I was like um, action you'd like but the fact there's nothing that hooks onto that of, sub, of, sub, of substance I don't know if that um, petrol tanker is in your podcast now um, but yeah because there's nothing of substance <laughs> yeah. to hook onto it she would tire of it quite quickly um, and if you come into it wanting something of meaty substance apart from destroying half of New York and half of Casablanca then you're not going to enjoy it but yeah you've, I mean but, it's it's just really it's just a string of awesome action scenes it is um, which is absolutely fine yeah I'm fine with that <laughs> that's what we showed up for yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, alright let's go to Spoiler Street and pick, a, pick out some good bits uh, so spoilers now for for John Wick 3 Parabellum which <laughs> let's start there right because that was for me that that could that that's really borderline that sort of title twist but really worked for me I was well, too, when it? he said that I think we're on opposite sides of this when Lovejoy said it when Lovejoy says Parabellum and it and it came up with that awesome subtitle like I love these it? subtitles by the way I love how they do them in all the films yeah, uh, it's nice. It's clever. And Ruby Rose, she's deaf and she's uh, signing, and those subtitles came up, um, and uh, and then highlighted when a, when a key word came up. So when when he said parabellum and it came up in bright blood red, 
which means war apparently I don't know I'm going to check what language that that's, means war in this means war was it right I feel like it's probably Russian oh I don't know we're going this way we'll go this way well, you know the way around Spoiler Street. I don't know. Well, actually, we've we've just uh, arrived at uh, our house. So oh, let's. Okay. Uh, do you want to come in? We've, you've now you now have an extra ten minutes until your train. Sure. So let's carry on inside and uh, get you warm. Kathy can listen to our befuddled. <laughs> she won't have a clue what we're talking about. Um, but I think the first time I saw subtitles like that was in the movie Nightwatch. Do you remember that? I'm not seeing that. Did you no. see that? Yeah, yeah. That's the first time I remember that kind of thing. Um. But parabellum, this means war in a, a another language. In the Tongwick world yeah. language. Oh, she's asleep. Okay. Let's go back outside. Because <laughs> nobody wants us to whisper. I'll walk you to the train. This is podcast gold. Don't edit any of this out. No. Um, so, okay, first death. But actually, can, can I... Oh, yeah, go on, first death. The first death yeah. in a library... Um, and I've never seen anyone killed with a book before. I've <laughs> yeah. never seen anyone killed with a book before. But, like, so consistently, brutally beaten to death with the book. It was. Like, it wasn't just like the book appeared at the end. Like, it no. was just the, the book. He had the book in his face and he was, was punching him, him the, through the book. The book is in his mouth and he's smacking his. Oh, and his, the jaw. And he broke his uh, jaw with the book. And I thought he was dead at that point, but no, John Wick keeps him going. Um, and The neck? Yeah. Uses that, I think that's what got us. <laughs> yeah, right? Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ that, I mean that was brutal That was a great start That was a great start To, to the killing That ensued For me though I, I feel like the movie Never reached those heights Did no. you think that Because you had that And the knife scene the, the, Oh which was amazing In the museum Which yeah. I think for me Was the standout like, those, those two started off the film in such a, On such a high Yeah absolutely um, And it never really Reached those highs again I don't, No I, I don't that's think. the point Because that knife scene Was well orchestrated um, And it was him against five people, knives just on the wall, and they're just picking out knives off the off this knife museum that they seem to go into. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what it was. <laughs> uh, and don't forget, but there was also like old timey Western guns, um, which yeah. he somehow assembled a gun out of loads of different pieces of guns, so he could shoot one bullet at exactly yeah. the right time. Oh, Magic. That was so good, <laughs> so good. And he only had six bullets, and you knew it, and you yeah. heard him count them. Um, but that's so. That's what's so fun about John Wick is just watching him go into a room, yep. adapt, um, and oh, just the, fucking own it. The guy, the guys are kicked uh, to death by the horses. Oh yeah, he used a horse <laughs> as a weapon. But not only did he do that, he did it twice. He did it twice. The same. He did the same move well, twice. If aim broke, don't fix it. I mean, it's just like <laughs> exactly. But the the, the the implausibility of being able to do that once, oh, yeah. let alone twice, <laughs> it's just magic. Well, this is this is the skill. This is why everyone who was fighting him was like John Wick. It's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> yes, let's such fight. An honor. <laughs> <laughs> that taxi driver, though, as soon as the taxi driver said, "Of course, Mister Wick, I will take your dog to the Continental," <laughs> it's like, what? How does ev- is, is every taxi driver par- under the table, so to speak? Yeah, under the high table. Under the high table. I mean, d- did we hear about the high table in the last? Yeah, we learned heard about high. T- yeah, because in the last one, I don't remember. He was given a mark to kill someone from the high table. Um, and then when he killed that person with the high table, the high table went, uh, we've got to kill you now. So <laughs> so that's what happened. Right. So it was a bit of a silly plot uh, device in the last one. We still don't have... We still don't know... We haven't seen anyone from the high table, have we? We've just seen no, yeah, the, the pers- elder who's above the high table. No, we saw we right. saw the the guy that was on the slab at the start of this film. He oh, was, yeah, he's the he guy was, who killed from the last one, right? Yeah, he was the guy who killed from the last one. He became... 
he joined the high table and then was subsequently shot or right. killed and the lady who he killed who took her own life uh, I don't know if you remember she slit her wrist in a massive bathtub in, in John Wick chapter 2 oh yeah she yeah. was on a high table as well um, okay. but we have I'll be honest I find I find the the whole sort of world of John Wick and the rules of all that so convoluted and quite hard to follow but I'm, that's not even a criticism because yeah. I don't re- it doesn't really matter to me well, look, I'm just like I, going along with one it one thing I really liked was that this, these gold coins which are amazing can pay for both a gin and tonic but also like a very high fancy suite <laughs> it's the same it's the same it's the yeah. same denomination <laughs> and they use it for like yeah they use it for for pick and mix and but then guys <laughs> we have like this is why the, the dollar was invented this is why we have money why do they need their own currency and I like the way but I, I'm kind of okay with like them using things like the the crucifix as the symbol is for the yeah. ticket and yeah. then you get the to <laughs> get your ticket stamped uh, which is like burning Branded, the back. Like oh, that, that's horrible. That's all kind of interesting. But yeah, you're right. The coins are just like, do, do the coins have different values? Because the adjudicator has her own coin. She's got a blue coin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so which, which of the scenes... Yeah, I think what happened was when they started using the guns um, just wantonly, that's when at some points it just became a bit boring for me. I don't know what about yourself. Um, okay, are you talking about the Halle Berry bit in the middle or uh, towards the end? Towards the end. Yeah, same. I thought the whole end um, fight scene in the Continental Hotel was really like protracted mm. and I was honestly I was nodding off a little bit <laughs> but only because I had three beers and a three pizza three beers and a pizza <laughs> yeah <laughs> which was a bad call because I'm really tired and it's nearly midnight um, I found it hard to stay awake I think um, well I just think those scenes it just it didn't need when you see the inventiveness of the, of the stuff at the start I enjoyed Halle Berry fighting and I think she needs to be in more films and she she's, she's great she like in terms of acting was the highlight yeah I thought because um, Keanu Reeves anytime oh, yeah, Keanu Reeves spoke he can't he can't act no but uh, but I'm like but he's perfect in this film don't speak when you're not speaking you're yeah. awesome man. when he's perfect in this film <laughs> he's perfect in the Matrix but when he tries to, and he's a great guy and yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm so he's looking forward dude. to Bill and Ted um, but sorry what were we saying about the the end scene uh, the end scene yeah it just when it's just the guns 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 I was just I was getting a bit bored but when it came back to like fighting the guys again like two on two with the different knives and stuff it became a bit more interesting yeah, again yeah I woke up that bit yeah so that was one of them one of them guys was from the raid right I think yeah I wasn't sure if one or two of those guys were from the raid well, they both yeah at least one of them were. yeah definitely yeah. Um, and they were great but that was it, awesome I love when they were just like they almost had him dead and they were like hey we like you we love you John okay I gotta say though the the main bad guy who's the um, the bald Japanese that's, that's Mark Dacascos that's Mark Dacascos yeah. oh he's your capoeira guy yeah he's the guy yeah right I thought he was awesome physicality um, when I, when he first introduced yeah I thought he was awesome but then when they kind of made him a comic relief guy <laughs> it didn't work for me because then, then it was like well there's no real villain here who's that do you know what I mean I can see because he was like a I'm the bad guy but hey let's be funny John and at one point he's like, he, yeah. had a, he was telling jokes whilst he had a katana blade sticking out of him and it wasn't real, it wasn't really hitting I don't think the audience wasn't wasn't really laughing no I wasn't, I wasn't not only was I not laughing mm. I also wasn't scared of him anymore no okay so it was like whereas he was like when he was kind of silent and imposing before that and I, I th- thought it was a better move because when he first when you first see him after the he serves up the blowfish sushi 
and they come up there the guys are doing ballet dance and they come up on the stage and he's in the middle that's a really he, good visual yeah, isn't it? yeah. It, by the way this film looks awesome yeah because there's films there's the dune there's new york there's how they set up the even though the the um what's up center what's the um hotel called again the Continental. The, uh, yeah. Even though the Continental scene was a bit protracted, they lit it up in such imaginative ways. You can't, you couldn't help but be kind of enticed by what was going on. It looks great. Um, but yeah, when when he comes up on the stage and he's in the middle, he just looks badass, uh, Mark Cascos. Yeah. Um, but then you, when he started talking, it just it did take away from from his imposing permanent. Um, Existence, yeah, because I, I got—I mean, I did get a chuckle out of it the first time when he was like, "He's a fanboy, he's yeah. a John Wick fanboy," and it's like I like that idea, but it's like, you, but yeah, you, you've just taken the teeth away from the the closest thing we had to an actual full-on bad guy. Yeah, yeah, and equal to John Wick in a way. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, John Wick kind of just there was no villain in this really. Is there is except that you know the adjudicator maybe? But is I, it ever and it, for John Wick is ever unlike things like the raid and is there ever one villain? Well, what what this movie system? was missing was a, an an actual antagonist, whether that's his equal or not. Yeah, right. Because the first one um, was um, Alfie Allen, right, and his father, right. That was a very clear sort of revenge motivation. Yeah. yeah. Then the second one we had the dude from the who high table who hired him to kill his sister or whatever. Yeah. Then in this one, it's just like it's kind of the idea is it's everyone against John Wick, but I felt like there's no clear everyone he but didn't no have one a motivation. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that for me was it was lacking a bit of like because it started so strong because it had the um, the momentum of him on the run and yeah. those awesome action scenes. I was just like yes, and then it's just like then he just kind of started, met Halle Berry and then met Jerome Flynn and, and then I was just like kind of where, where's this going like yeah, what's, what's going on plan? What's, what exactly is going on and I think when it really kind of lost me then was when he met the most stereotypical Saudi Arabian yeah. um, person you could ever meet in the middle of the Kalahari Desert was he the guy from, from Wonder Woman uh, yes yes yeah. it was I forget the actor's name but um but I mean, come on! Yeah, come on! He was literally just like s- yeah. sitting, and he was like, <laughs> "It's like I, I thought we were slipped into the Aladdin movie all of a sudden." Yeah, well, which is coming out next week, apparently. Yeah. Um, so that stuff for me didn't really work, uh, and then suddenly he was back in, which kind of took away the entire point of the yeah, film. Yeah, well, it was very early on. I don't know why he couldn't it. still be on a run somehow. Um, other, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I, sorry, I, just I think felt it was a bit all over the place in the plot. And I think this is going back to, like I say, about the Warriors when there's, or, the, or the Raid or John Wick 1, when there's a clear premise, get from A to B, do something and make sure you don't die in the, in the process. Yeah. Then it just keeps you going on and don't make it too long. I think half an hour too long. Um, it, did go a lot, it did go faster than, for me, I think, than it did for you, but it's probably three beers and a pizza <laughs> to, as a result. This uh, is a well. one beer and yeah. a half a pizza movie. <laughs> it is, yeah. All right. No more. That's our new rating system. Um <laughs> But I think I can always I can always have a tighter action film. Comedies and action like this should less is more should be should be yeah. tighter. Yeah, absolutely. and like I know we keep coming back to the raid, but the raid's awesome, and the first raid in particular because yes. that's all in one building, yeah. and that's what exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, right? absolutely. That's yeah, sort of tight premise. They're at the top of the building and they have to get out of the building. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's 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 all you so need. Perfect. Um, so I think it's a kind of the John Wick franchise in a way is a it's a victim of its own expansion and popularity because they keep adding these rules and layers and 
extra um, um, features. sets and yeah. features. Which so the bigger the universe gets, the almost the the less interesting it, it is. Um, well, it more it detracts and the more it detracts from John Wick, and the more it relies on John Wick as well to be our conduit through it. And if he's yeah. not the right person to do that in a way, then it's it doesn't quite work. But I, this, I mean. It sounds like we're we're detracting. I really enjoy, I, that's for me. It's a, it's a it's a quality quality film, and definitely yeah. if you've seen the previous ones, um, not as good as the first one. I think for me, it's better than the second one. Um, but hundred percent, go and watch it. It's a you know, I don't know four star film. I would have thought um, just for the inventiveness of the fights and the, and the ridiculousness, especially the first half hour. Um, yeah, I mean, you can tell that the director is a stunt choreographer. Yeah, like I he mean, loves it's it. bad, and and that it's like, but the fact that he knows Keanu so well. Yeah. And that um, they've just got, they've almost got this, um, they've got a great flow going, yeah. three movies now, and Keanu is awesome in the fight scenes. Like, Keanu, and you can see he's like, he's, he's doing, there, he's doing he's it. He's doing so much the of it. Dude and is you, doing so much hard work. You, you that's, that's your dream as, that, as a director, someone who wants to be involved in it and is ready to be kicked and be thrown through the glass windows, uh, grass glass boxes glass windows glass floors um, it just looked I think that visceral kind of nature is something that's been missing a lot from films I think that's when when the raids came along again yeah. people were like this is how action films should be and John Wick's taken up a few notches to a, a silly level but hey we're absolutely happy to have that you want to see the actors working yeah right and and like he is fucking working and this is one of this, this the, is one of the great Cruise things levels. exactly this is one yeah. of the great things about Mission Impossible for me Tom Cruise has always been a bit of a Nah, Tom Cruise kind of acted, but in the Mission Impossible films, and recently yeah. in the latter life, he's pulling out all the stops to like show that yeah. he can do these things, and that makes that amps the level up so much. Um, yes, go, yeah, go and see it, guys. Yeah, go, yeah. <laughs> like, we're gi- we're a bit giddy from it, I think. If I, <laughs> I just think I, it's I'm, a fun night out. It's a fun it? night out. I had a lot of fun. Books and knives and axes and horses. <laughs> um, and that thing is, at no point did I think, oh, this is a bit silly. <laughs> in terms of the action I, I mean it is like I did a, it's wholly silly but, but at the same time I was time. laughing but I was laughing with the movie if yeah. you know what I mean it's kind of like it's so silly that you're it makes it even better <laughs> exactly right when it's like you know he's, he's got walks down the street and the homeless guy's like tick tock John Wick <laughs> and then he gets into the cab and is like of course John Wick and it's like wait it's like everyone in this world is an assassin everyone knows the coins everyone knows the rules and then suddenly he just like walks into the library and he's got a book yeah. with loads of other things of course yeah there's, and he's, there's like, he's got a book which he put there like 15 years ago with yeah. all everything he needs to get out of this film basically like it's a fantasy world it's cuckoo it's like they are not they do not live in the real world no no, not at all and nor do they inhabit they don't even inhabit the same world as no no like because I think the movie wants you to believe there's this secret underbelly society that's just you know just under the surface that none of us see but like you don't see real there's no real people in this movie even Jason Manzoukas <laughs> even, well, J- even Jason Manzoukas seems to be some super weird hobo assassin yeah. <laughs> the, um, even in the subway you know he's walking down there you see real people and then there's people just getting stabbed and, and shot and, and shanked and moved to the side and everyone's just walking around yeah, everyone's happy yeah it's like they may as well all be invisible right Kobe your train's going to be here in a second yeah sure um, do you want to tell people where they can find you so find me on the internet generally I'm Cobestar K-O-B-E-S-T-A-R-R just type that and you'll find me on Instagram and all that nonsense um, not nonsense but nonsense and me and Dave do The Wire Stripped um, at The Wire Stripped you'll find us there jointly and also Flix Watcher which is 
gone past the 100th episode and we just talk about films on Netflix, which people who we invite onto the show pick the films and it's great fun. And there are some awesome guests on there. Some great guests, yeah. Including me and Kathy. But there are better people than me and Kathy. No, no, you, 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 you're well, among the best. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. I was totally fishing. <laughs> but yes, that's... Um, thanks for listening. We are um, the Cinemile. <laughs> At the Cinemile. These three beers are showing. Um, social networks, Cinemile. Uh, that's the lot. Type type the cinema into Google and you'll find everything everything you need to know about the cinema podcast. <laughs> Google it and vote for right. whenever you see just type in every time you listen to the podcast. Type the cinema and if there's something asking you asking for you to vote, do it and rate. Just vote, just yeah. vote for us. Just somewhere. vote all the time. Rate us, vote us. Um, vote the cinema number one. Exactly. Come on, here's your train. <laughs> all right, bye, Kobe. Thanks for coming, Sophia. We're not going in like the old days. Just a conversation. Nothing's ever just a conversation with you, John. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.